Hey, Halifax, welcome back to the Halablab on this cold but sunny Friday. I'm your host, Anita Kirkbride, and today my guest is Janet Chang from Go Sky AI in Halifax. And we're going to get right to Janet in a minute. But if you're watching the Facebook Live, please let us know that you're here. Post and let us know your comments and questions. We're going to be talking all about chatbots today. Have a little fun with us here on the Facebook Live. If you're catching this via the podcast, we'd love to see you on the live someday. So consider, whew, I still have a bit of a cold, consider joining us on the Facebook Live every Friday afternoon at 1.30 p.m. Atlantic to see how we do this live and to get to see the beautiful faces of my guests in person. Today, my guest is Janet Chang. Janet is an award-winning global chatbot uh, guru here in Halifax that I ran across because of an article I read from Peter Morera in Entrevester. I'm pretty sure that's where I first heard about you. Uh, winning a global chatbot building contest seemed like a long shot for Janet Chang's small digital marketing company just 18 months ago. ChatFuel is the leading platform for creating chatbots on Facebook. And as a recent graduate, Janet and entered their annual competition hoping to gain some experience with her company, GoSky. Her expectations weren't high, but to her surprise, her team ended up placing fourth for their creative chatbot design. Janet calls that the moment, that moment the catalyst that kickstarted the growth of her company. For her, building chatbots is all about improving a customer's experience online by answering questions faster and streamlining services. It's an approach that has paid off and armed with new leads and confidence, GoSky now has a team of 10 building bots around the world. And <clears throat> this is what first amazed me about GoSky is their client list. Usually when a company starts out, you have client, little local business clients. Janet's client list includes Volkswagen, Kia, Tobio, I'm not sure how to pronounce that one, Tobio, the largest e-Taobao, the largest e-commerce site in the world, which is owned by Alibaba. And uh, here in Halifax, I don't know how familiar people are with Alibaba. It would be a competitor to Amazon, I'm assuming. I would say so in a much larger scale. It's the world's largest <clears throat> wholesale website. Right. So I think here, we're so used to Amazon, we don't even have a uh, any kind of concept of just how big Alibaba probably is. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's your client list. That's pretty amazing for a company that's been in business for how long? 18 months? Well, we try. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the Hella Lab. I'm really excited to have you here. Um, I met Janet at Social Media Day Halifax for the first time when I was talking about chatbots and excited to know that there is somebody here in Halifax that is focusing on this really cool new uh, wave of communication in social media. So what is it that drew you to chatbots in the first place? Um, so first we started um, doing digital marketing for companies just like those online ads and mainly on Facebook. And it was until one day we heard uh, Facebook was announcing that they would be focused more on the, the platform of Messenger mm -hmm. and launching the chatbot. 
And still, it's only been a little bit over two years since it came out. Uh, people now know more about it. But it was when we first heard about it, we decided to jump on board and say, let's try this out and see how it works. Yeah. And it was about two years ago that I first heard of this thing called chatbots, too. When I went to a conference in San Diego and they were talking about it, I thought, oh, those are really cool. And it took me a whole year to start thinking about it. By then, I'm really behind in chatbots. And I went back to the conference and I attended every chatbot session they had about chat, every session they had about chatbots this time so I could learn more about it. But people complain about social media changing really fast. Well, I can't keep up with the changes that are coming down through all the chatbots now. Um, what is it that excites you about chatbots? I would say definitely one thing it's about the experience. So where is the pain point coming from? Mm -hmm. um, imagine looking at any marketing channel such as a billboard or a TV. As advertiser, you have no way to know who are seeing your ads. That's the biggest pain point. Mm -hmm. Unless they came into the door and tell you, oh, I'm coming in because I saw your ads in some way. <laughs> So for a lot of companies, they feel like they're throwing the money into ocean without knowing if it would even have any return. Mm -hmm. And Chabot changed that. We were able to know who their potential target is and are and what are they looking for because they'll be interacting uh, with the Chabot that we built for them. So we know what kind of product or services they're interested in even before they purchase. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting because with chatbots, you can really segment your audience in, in a similar way to how people segment their email lists in that you can really focus on, well, this group is interested in this part of our business, but this group is interested in a different part and send them completely separate messages. For sure. It's like, uh, let's just use maybe a coffee shop as an example. Um, it could be... Um, divided into two categories first, maybe a cold drinks and a hot drinks. And we learn maybe 70% of them like to drink coffee in the morning. So it's like those statistics. That's the most valuable part for us and for the companies that we work with. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the chatbot competition that you won with ChatFuel. How did that, like, did you build a bot just for the competition or was it one that you had built that you entered? It's actually one that we built for one of our clients and uh, our engineer um, saw the contest was coming up and then just decided to give it a shot um, really without any intention. And then uh, we got into the final round and then won number four in the end. That's amazing. So what is it that was so interesting about this chatbot that it deserved an award? Sure. So that chatbot was built for an e-commerce shop that sells cosmetic, um, founded from Taiwan. And this is an interesting story because a lot of people would come to me and ask, do I have to be a very large scale of business to have a chatbot? And the answer is no. When we first started working with this client, they were only a two-people company. And fast forward a year, now they are into eight different countries, and then um, they're generating around $300,000 of monthly revenue. 
monthly, 300,000 monthly. monthly. That's amazing. That's right. I would love that. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. One thing we love about what we do is that we almost consider ourselves changing people's lives. And we're really proud to be in this journey with, along with other entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the bot. What did the bot do for, for the consumer? Sure. For this one, it has an educational purpose inside of it. So first, when it interacts with a potential customer, it would be asking the skin type of the person. It's either dry, oil, or a combination. And then from there, the bot will give the, per the user recommendations based on their skin type. So it will educate them what you should be cautious of, what kind of product you should use. And in the end, to refer product, and with the coupon code for them to purchase. Okay. And so after they've purchased, then what happens? Do they keep getting messages from this company or is it just the one-time thing? Uh, yes, from time to time. Um, mostly is when they have a promotional coming out um, once a month or so or when there's um, other events that uh, users could participate and the company use it, use the chatbot as a retargeting tool. Okay, so how would you describe a chatbot to a company? If you're sitting down with Volkswagen or Kia, what do you tell them about why they should be considering having a chatbot? How is it going to help their business and what does it look like or how does it work? Sure, it comes back to the, uh, the pain point that I mentioned earlier. So chatbot first allows the business to know who are the potential customers they're looking at right now? And secondly, gives them the opportunity and ability to do retargeting afterwards, like the email newsletter. However, the email newsletter, if they have 20% open rate, that's really high. Mm -hmm. And for chatbot, it's at least 80%. And coming back to your question, what could we provide to them? I would say first is for them to do what they're good at, selling cars. And for us to do what we're good at, digital marketing, to expose their best product and service in front of potential clients. Mm -hmm. I want to come back to that stat that you said, you know, email marketing. Email marketing is still important. I, I, you probably tell people they should do it as well. I still tell people they need to build their email list. But if you're getting an open rate, somebody today or yesterday told me they're getting a 30% open rate on their email. And I was really excited for her because 30% on an email marketing campaign is a big deal. That's like, that's really good for email. But sure. I know that my, my bots that I have, I'm getting 80 to 100% open rate on mm -hmm. my, my own bots. So there's almost no comparison there. Why, why do you think the bots get such a, so much bigger open rate what do you think is the what do you think is up with that to be honest i think it's because before companies would send out emails without any consent so mm -hmm. therefore every person is receiving hundreds of email every single day and after times you just ignore them really it's, yeah that's I, that's what i think it is and for chatbot because the potential <coughs> user have to either direct message the page first or give us the consent to do so. It's what they agreed first themselves, not us just adding them to our bot sequence to do that. 
So mm-hmm. therefore, they'll be more willing to accept they opt into it. Yeah. So they've 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 made a decision that they want to have this information from people. So therefore, they're more likely to open it when it comes in. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's one of the things that um, really sets chatbots apart from email marketing is that. As far as I know, I mean, I'm sure there's very smart people out there that can figure this out, but they can't just easily add a whole bunch of people to a chatbot list, right? You can you can go add people to an email list very easily, but you can't do that with a chatbot. You have to, the person has to choose to get that information. And that's really important today. That's right. And that's also one of the reasons that sets us apart with any companies that are only doing a chatbot or any companies that are only doing advertising mm-hmm. because we just do so we have done so much that we know the way to encourage a potential customer to engage with us by utilizing the, one of the newest technology mm-hmm. so okay so let's talk about some really cool examples are there some chatbots out there that uh, you interact with that you maybe not that you built, but that you interact with that you think are just really cool examples that people could go check out. Oh yeah, for sure. I personally really like the Lego one. Um, okay. At any age of people, I'm recommending you to try it out. So at first, we'll ask you which country you're from, and then asking you how old is the person who are going to build the Lego. So it could be little kids uh, excitingly going to the category looking for maybe a new gift he or she is looking for. Mm-hmm. And from there, the bot will ask you, um, what kind of theme do you like? Is it Harry Potter or Star Wars or other themes? And then in the end, um, the robot will rec- uh, respond with several recommendations for the user to choose with links directly for purchasing. Um, okay, so you were talking about the Lego thing. Are there any other um, any other really cool chatbots out there you think people should check out just to see the possibilities? Yeah, for sure. So on the platform of Chatfield, um, it actually has a template uh, inventory for people to use. And it's generally for people who doesn't have any experience with chatbots. So from there, um, I've seen some that are e-commerce or for realtor, any for really for any industry, no matter what you do, you should be able to find something there. Yeah. Okay. I had a favorite one. It was, and and they've taken it down. It doesn't work now, but the uh, National Geographic had a really cool one that I was using as an example for a while. You would go in and start with it and you were entering a conversation with Pablo Picasso because they had just done a a series or a show or something about Picasso. And so you were talking to Picasso and he would ask you to upload a selfie and you upload a selfie and then Picasso would send you back a Picasso version of your selfie, which I thought was super cool, (laughs) but it was really interesting way. You felt like you were having a conversation with Picasso, even though you know he's dead. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now the AR effect has been used uh, more and more nowadays. Um, it's almost like the Snapchat filter that you could, you could yeah. use on Messenger or different platforms as well. 
Yeah, there's um, there's all kinds of apps out there that put those different types of filters over your photos, um, not even just the face filters, but just change your whole photo to black and white or to a Picasso or all different things. So that was I, I know that's what it what they did somehow, but it was still really cool. The other one I've seen um, this summer, we drink a lot of Coca-Cola. So this summer, Coca-Cola had messenger codes on the side of all their individual size bottles and if you scanned it you were entered into a contest to win things and we won movie tickets and um, a lot of Spotify playlists so I think they're starting to come around and we're starting to see more of them for sure yeah and I think we'll we'll keep seeing more of them too um, <sighs> my door again um, what do you think if, if, a, if there's a small business out there who's listening, who's thinking, okay, this is sounding kind of interesting and cool. What would you advise them to do if they if they want to think about getting into chatbots? First, I would say now a lot of more people are realizing chatbot is a powerful tool. It really is. But at the same time, uh, make sure you consider the fact of how you're going to bring traffic to your chatbot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's number one thing that I would say. And then second is think about the proposition of the business. How are you standing out um, from your competitors in the same industry if you were to present to uh, online? Is it a picture or a video that will show your difference, first of all? And then from there, chatbot could do the work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and so when you talk about getting traffic into your chatbot, um, most people are probably going to have to run some kind of ads to do that, right? And For sure. so, yeah, so is there kind of a budget that you tell people you've got to plan to spend at least this much or this percent or? It, it's to, really hard plan for that. Sure. I will answer your question in two paragraphs. So. Sure. First one is that an example that we lived with. So there was a one company, it's a trading company, and they had a budget. And we were able to cut down 98% of their budget and achieving an even better result. So really, when you talk about budget, it's not just budget, it's how well you could manage the money into. And secondly, is that um, I'm just going to use Facebook as example because I use it most often. Mm -hmm. Facebook set it really easy for you to only click on a few buttons and your ads will be good to go. And how I always describe it is imagine this is the whole market and this is your true audience. What's the chance you're going to hit that true audience by throwing a coin three times versus 300 times? And for us, that's what we do at the back end and what we do every day with A-B testing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you guys spend, like, there's two parts, really, to having a successful chatbot. One is making the chatbot work. But the second part is the whole ad campaign to get people in there, to let them know what it's going to be about. And, for sure. Yeah. And what you're saying is the money that you spend on that can can replace the money or be taken from the money you're spending elsewhere and probably be more effective. 
Yes, unless you are a company who already have a large uh, customer service, uh, customer service um, side of inquiry, such as maybe banks or you're a phone company that you have hundreds of people calling you already, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is not the case for most small businesses. Right. What do you think is the biggest uh, misconception about chatbots? I would say, again, now more people are seeing it as a powerful tool. They're realizing, wow, it could actually change a business, but they don't really know what it takes to do so. Mm -hmm. um, some company, company owners that I've met would think all they have to do is have a chatbot and somehow magically their business would change from day two. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I, used to have like people, I used to have people that would come to me uh, for social media help when their business was starting to fail or die and thinking that social media was going to save their business. You know, chatbots are not going to save your business if your business is dying or if you have other business problems, but it can help you grow a business that's going on the right track in the first place. That's right. And uh, if time is allowed, I can share a personal story that just happened recently. So my family, we're talking about my parent who runs uh, instrument stores. It's like the Law and Liquid in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. And a year ago, when we started building bots, I asked my dad if he would be interested in using bots on, on his company page. And he told me, no, I'm closing down the business. I'm going to be retiring next year. So no, thank you. And I was like, okay, sure. And around that recently, um, because he's got quite a lot of inventory to sell, he's like, okay, now I need people. What can you do? And I was like, okay, I will see what I could do. Mm -hmm. And long story short, because of digital marketing, um, our recent revenue have been 10 times what it normally was. And wow. my dad personally told me this, that, if I had known this, maybe I wouldn't shut down the store. <laughs> and it's my so, dad. So maybe maybe you could have saved the business. <laughs> could could yeah. have. Yeah. Who so who are some of the clients out there that you wish you could work with? Like who's on your bucket list of clients you'd like to work with? Um recently, um, just because Taobao is a such big companies. And uh, we started working with a lot larger scale of companies. Um, so really, if you were to ask me, I would say it's some organizations that have budget and that are doing good to the community. That's mm -hmm. the next thing on our list. Okay, what do you mean by that? So it could be, for example, a hospital that would receive hundreds and thousands of inquiry and always have lack of human power. And I hope the bot can help them so their people can do what they're good at. Right. Okay, so if there's any hospital administrators <laughs> out there listening, um, we have somebody who would like to build you a chatbot. Uh, what do you think, what are some of the changes that you think are, are coming to chatbots that might be interesting for, for people to know about? Do you see anything coming down the pipe that we should know about? For sure. So it shouldn't be too long after that messenger would allow people in Canada to do payment transfer. Right now, um, it's 
able to do through some of other third-party application within Messenger, mm -hmm. but the Messenger itself will be open sometime in the future, hopefully, mm -hmm. to do so. And that would change the atmosphere of how e-commerce do businesses on Messenger for sure. People will be able to simply use um, maybe their Apple Pay on their phone while they're browsing. They don't have to manually enter their credit card information anymore. It's just a matter of a click right. and the purchase is done. Mm -hmm. And from what we know, oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I was just going to say, I know the bot that I have can work with a Stripe account. But again, right. the person would have to put in <coughs> all of their information. Yeah. Yeah. And from what we know, the more action we are asking the user to do, the, we'll lose a more percentage of them. Right. That's just how it works. Yeah. Um, who do you think? Who do you think needs a chatbot? Like, do you see biz certain businesses absolutely should have one, and some businesses shouldn't, or are chatbots for everybody? I would say chatbot is for everybody. But coming down to the reality side, because it does cost money and effort to make it, um, us, ourselves, and the client who are in e-commerce or real estate or um, anything that are more so in the high-end level mm -hmm. tend to enjoy our services better than the others. Right. Just because their return on March higher. <clears throat> okay. And so let's say there's, uh, you know, uh, most of the people who watch the Halop Lab are small businesses. I'm a small business. If they want to go out and learn about this um, on their own, maybe consider doing their own chatbot, where would you suggest they go to get some more education about how they might do that on their own? Sure. So um, I mentioned about the database that Chatville has on their website. That mm -hmm. is definitely one of the resources to go to. And then secondly is that us, we have several templates for uh, companies in different industries for a much less lesser cost. It's more like a customized, but also a template towards right. different industries. Mm -hmm. And then from there, um, we work with customers hands-on to get them familiar with the system and how they can do it on their own so they don't require any of our help. Right. Yeah, and I can tell people from experience, I've built well, I've built my own chatbot for Twerp Communications, which doesn't do a lot. It does a few little things. And I built a chatbot for a client. I have spent at least 20 hours of my time working on the chatbot for the client. So they're easy to do in that the programs like ChatFuel and I use ManyChat, they make it very easy to do, but it still takes a lot of time and planning to figure out how to make it work together. I think people do underestimate how much work goes into making it sound like a like a person. <laughs> For sure. I would almost describe it as building a website. Yeah, it, it really is. It's kind of like building a website just inside of Facebook Messenger. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay, I think like that's great. Is there anything else you want to tell us about chatbots and building them for other people or the type of clients that you're looking for to build chatbots for? Um, I would say, um, I think one of the questions that you asked me, um, let me take a look. Mm -hmm. what are my favorite social media network 
and mm -hmm. what like what media works. That's what a lot of company owners come to me and ask me. And the answer is always it depends. It depends on where you're at um, in terms of geographic location. Where are your customer? Is it local or is it online? Mm -hmm. um, are you a B2B business or B2C? And what's our, what are your currently marketing channel right now? And then uh, what um, and other common factors such as age and uh, geographic location. Yeah. So it really depends, but uh, because we've done so much, so we tend to know um, the kind of business would be better um, on certain platform. And for most of the time, we found a better result on Facebook Messenger. Okay. So, but you're able to build chatbots on other platforms? Yes, that's right. So we could do chatbots on Facebook Messenger. That's what we mainly do. Mm -hmm. And another one is Instagram bot. Um, this is really, really new. That is just coming out. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are having some of our clients launching uh, next month. Okay. But uh, it's the first and only in the world yet. So I'm really excited for that. And in addition, we do build bots on a platform called Line, which is like a messenger, but mostly used in Asia. Okay. And do you think WhatsApp is ever going to allow bots? Oh, good question. <laughs> so first, they wouldn't do anything no matter what I say, but um, I don't think so. And I wouldn't want it to be because for WhatsApp, um, from what I know is that people just like the pure message function they don't mm -hmm. want anything else and that's just who they are and coming back to how come different platform works differently um, i'll speak with one of our recent client experience again so first we were testing it out with facebook ads the results were okay they're getting positive results and then we decided to switch our strategy to try it on another platform and interestingly because the demographic of the, the people who are using the other platform, we were targeting a totally different group of people. So for the second week in the store, we saw customers that are much older, much um, having much, uh, consu consumer power coming into the store versus the first few weeks, it was a lot of teenager, um, just younger generation, so different platforms can definitely provide you with different um, segment of people mm -hmm. that you want to target at. Mm -hmm. And so let's say a company wants to have a chatbot on Facebook and on Instagram. Do you think you would just basically copy the same chatbot or do you think they need to work in a different manner? No, for sure. So now it's more like an educational pieces here. For Facebook, we could use two types um, of interaction ways. One is buttons, and mm -hmm. then one is just like uh, talking to Siri and it will respond to artificial intelligence. And for Instagram right now, they don't have any buttons, so mm -hmm. people can only interact with them based on the wording. So to make the user's experience better, it should be something easy, like mm -hmm. great this coffee from zero to 10 to get something, something like that. Um, okay. So it's easier compared to Facebook. 
Oh, if you think it's easier, I'm thinking that would be harder because you have to train the people how to respond so that it works. <laughs> That's right, for sure. Um, it's easier for people to, if you get that, if you give them the options, like it's the same as buttons that they could only choose from those versus they could be typing anything and then mm. the bot will have to answer. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so what you guys obviously do a lot of Facebook Messenger. What's your favorite social media platform? I'm biased. Who? <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me, it would be Facebook. Yeah. Um, simply because it gives most of our clients the biggest return. But what about for Janet? Do you and for Go Sky is Facebook still where like is that where Go Sky is spending most of its time and resource marketing is on Facebook? I mean, yes. It seems to make sense. It makes sense that you would if that's what you're promoting is Facebook Messenger bots. Yeah, um, so that's the platform that we are most uh, actively on. Mm -hmm. um, we would get uh, thirty applications a day um, just within our bots. And then wow. from there, we go and filter the ones and go reach out to them. Um, yeah, so people definitely know more more and more about it, especially um, as, a, as a B2B side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, what is your last question? What is your best tip, I guess, for, for a business who wants to get into this? What's the, the one thing you would tell them they should do? Sure. So from the clients that we found a better success rate, there are two common factors, really. One is to know your unique proposition in your industry and in your market and present it. Mm -hmm. And secondly is to have materials such as pictures and videos. And third, it's always important to have a call to action in the end. Mm -hmm. If you are um, an app, it would be download now. If you are an e-commerce shop, it would be purchased now. Because we want the user to buy, purchase with impulse when they see the ads right away. Mm -hmm. Any additional second there is, we're going to lose a per percentage of them. And it's just how it is. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing we tell them about anything they have to do with their business. You've got to know what your unique proposition is, your value proposition, and you've got to give people calls to action and communicate that stuff. So chatbots are really no different than any other kind of marketing, but at the same time, they are completely different. That's right. It's definitely a very new way of marketing a company. And if you think about it, especially for a small business, actually, is that how much does a billboard cost a month? Mm -hmm. And versus online marketing, it's really not that much. So a small business could afford digital marketing more than the larger ones, actually. Yeah. Well, and, and with the billboard example, I mean, I have some concept of how much a billboard here in Halifax costs. For the price of putting up a billboard for a month here in Halifax, you could probably have a chatbot built. Maybe. Depends. Depends on whether they contact me or you. <laughs> but also depends on the scope of what they want the bot to do. Um, 
but really it's not and it or or compare it to a website right if you're having a website built a chatbot is probably going to cost in the same realm or maybe less than what you've paid to have your website built and it can do so much more and it can actually it's so easy to track compared to the billboard so hard to track what you started with in the beginning of this conversation it's so hard to track when your traffic is coming from a billboard but when your traffic is coming through a chatbot you know exactly where that traffic came from that's right and yeah. our client um, especially for e-commerce ones because every action are done online so there are lesser lake time from when someone sees an ad till someone purchases versus maybe it's a real um, shop that it may take a few days or a few weeks until someone actually go into the store to shop. Yeah. Yeah. And that's even harder to track. Absolutely. That's right. And if I could add, um, I just thought about this for some companies that have multiple locations, for example, one thing that the chatbot can do is actually ask the user's geographic location and from there to send the user the most, the closest one. So mm -hmm. they could pop to, it could be a Tim Hortons, for example, since they have so many locations. Mm -hmm. And, or it could be, there are so many functions a chatbot can do, um, such as um, doing lucky draws, for example. And uh, also this one is a little bit different. So one of our clients um, has a designer full-time, was designated to build a certificate whenever they have a new uh, reseller and they mm -hmm. have thousands of them so that's all the what the designer was doing full time and we were able to train the chatbot to do it so anyone in the organization could simply type in it and the certificate would pop out in a second wow yeah i mean the the time that it could save a business it's it's the same as it's the same as me trying to, you know, we have contracts for all the guests that come on the, the show. And instead of having Kim, my assistant, copying and pasting and, and editing a contract, we use a program to do that. Well, chatbots now can be that program that helps to automate certain parts of your business, but in a really personalized way. That's right. Yeah. And also um, some other functions such as make an appointment, for example, mm -hmm. for a lot of servicing type of businesses. Yeah. It just has a lot to offer. It's like an iPhone has so many functions, but you just have to figure out what it could do. Exactly. So it's really up to the business to think, I wish I had a chatbot to do this and then find somebody like you to build it because chances are if they're thinking about it, there's a way to build it. That's right. Yeah. And we'll, we'll find a way to work around it to make it work. Absolutely. So Janet actually has a uh, free messenger bot trend report that uh, she's made available to us, but you're going to have to sign up for her chat bot in order to get this. I'm going to drop the link for that. I think I'm dropping. Oh, whoops. No, I put that in the wrong place. Hold on. Kim is at Halcon today, so she's not here to help me and make sure I'm putting these things in the right place. And here, let me drop that in the right spot. All right, I just dropped in the comments a link to that messenger report. 
that's in uh, the GoSky communications chatbot. So go sign up for that. I think it's coming. If not, I'll drop it in afterwards and we'll make sure that it's on the podcast page as well. So go check that out and find out what's happening with chatbots and where they're going and all kinds of good ideas for what you can do with your chatbot. And when you decide that you are ready to have one, get in touch with Janet and GoSky to talk about that um, because that's who I'm going to from now on to get my chatbots built because I don't have 20 hours to spend on building the next one. So thank you very much, Janet, for joining us today. And thank you to the people who are checking us out uh, on Facebook Live. Thanks for listening on the podcast. Uh, if you're interested in being featured on the Hallab Lab, please send us a message and let us know. You can find us on all the social networks at twerp.ca, T-W-I-R-P, or just email me at info at twerp.ca, and we will let you know uh, when the schedule is open to get you on. We are looking for some very small, lesser-known charities to feature in December. If you happen to know of a small, lesser-known charity here in the Halifax, Nova Scotia area that you think should be featured, definitely drop us a line and let us know about that too. So thank you. We'll see you here next week for the next edition of the Halib Lab. And stay social, Halifax. Thanks, Anita.